Welcome to Darkfire Tavern After Hours. This is not like any other Darkfire episode we have released. This is something a little more personal, but still very much Darkfire Heroes related. From back in my teenager days, I have at times dabbled in creative writing, mostly for my own amusement. I don't write so much these days, but a few months ago, I tried my hands at writing a short story involving some of our favorite heroes. A fanfic, if you will. The story was based on a single image in my head, and a while after writing the story, I asked my daughter Mimi if she would create this image for me, and she eventually did. This image will now be the front cover art of Darkfire Heroes Where Heroes Meet podcast. But she is not the only talent in my family, so why stop there? This time, I have asked another very talented lady to bring to life this story I wrote. I'm pleased to share with you my short, Darkfire Heroes story, read to you by my fantastic wife, Christy. I hope you enjoy it. The Storyteller Well, he likes to talk, that one, the barmaid said passively while she deposited a new mug in front of Reyna. Her words had no tone of disdain nor amusement, as she was someone who had clearly seen it all. The heavyset woman was simply stating a fact while balancing a number of drinks on her small tray. Her round face was friendly enough, and her thick gray hair gave the sense of a gentle and caring woman without being inviting to unwanted pleas from beggars. With no other word spoken, nor glance thrown towards the young whipmaster, the older barmaid turned gracefully despite her larger frame and walked off to the next table of random drunkards to help them stay that way. Reyna brought the new mug to her lips and paused. Gently, she reached in and plucked a wing from the fly that had decided to take a bath in her drink. She brought the little critter closer to her face for inspection. The creature started to buzz as it frantically tried to get free. Letting go of it, Reyna watched it fly erratically as her right hand found the hilt of her whip she had placed on the table. She squeezed tight, but quickly released it again and let out a disappointing sigh. She knew she could snap the fly out of the air with ease, but cracking her whip in an unknown establishment had never ended well. As she resigned herself to being a good girl, she caught the glance of Manuel, who, under the shadow of his hood, had been observing her from the far corner of the small tavern. The left side of her mouth curled up into a sly grin as she nodded towards the wizard. Seemingly satisfied, his gaze left hers and wandered around the room. Without him, they'd all be dead, Reyna thought. She liked Manuel well enough, but would probably never outwardly admit it to anyone. Taking a gulp of her now fly-free mug of ale, she turned her attention towards the little group sitting at the table in front of the fireplace. The fire crackled loudly as it burned through wood still wet from snow. Its flames danced wildly, giving even more life to the self-proclaimed tactical mastermind that was the warrior-like. He was in the middle of one of his wild self-serving tales. Reyna had to admit that he did put on a good show, but she had heard the same stories a hundred times, so it became easy to tune them out. He was, however, quite handsome, and she didn't mind looking at him. Standing well above six feet tall, Lyke had been gifted with a perfectly chiseled chin and a dashing smile which was accented by his perfect long, thin mustache. 
He would often gently twist it with the thumb and forefinger of his right hand, when that hand wasn't holding his prized possession, his rapier. It was a very special family heirloom, according to the big man himself. Sitting closest to the fire and across from the storyteller was the tiny axe-wielding warrior known as Elsie. She was fairly new to the party, and Raina found her wide-eyed, childlike stare at the much taller like rather comical. However, her bright and excited smile made her quite endearing. She was actually cute without her roughly sewn leather helmet, which now hung on her massive axe by the fire to dry. Seeing Elsie's bright orange hair dancing wildly every which way, Raina understood why the headgear was necessary, especially during battle. But watching her listen to her old friend, Raina wondered how long it would be before she also tuned him out. Beside the little axe girl was who Raina would probably consider her closest friend, if such a thing existed. Relaxed, with his feet up on the table, and probably thinking about the next course of action for their journey to the twin castles up the mountain, Jose sat silently enjoying his usual hot mug of cider. Not one for meads or ales, the well-educated archer always had a calm sense about him. As reckless and chaotic as Reyna was, Jose was cold and calculating. He never wasted an arrow or took a step that didn't have a greater purpose. While Jose was as quiet as Manuel, he never seemed to be brooding or stewing. Unlike the wizard, Jose actually enjoyed the company of others. And then, BOOM! Like exclaimed, knocking down his chair as he stood in a jolt. Elsie jumped back with a happy squeal, while Jose slowly looked up and showed only slight interest. Lightning struck as we reached the top of the haunted keep, Like continued, paying no mind to the new sets of eyes now fixed upon him. Raina looked around the room and met the gaze of the old barmaid, who shrugged and carried on as if nothing had happened. However, paying close attention to the storyteller and the small group in front of the fireplace was a skinny man under a black cloak, sitting in the darkest corner of the tavern. In front of him on the table was a wooden bowl pushed at arm's length to indicate he was finished with his meal, and a rather small but thick tablet. She didn't like the look of this man, nor did she appreciate the intensity in his eyes as he looked over at her friends. Glancing away from the strange man for a moment, Reyna looked over to where Manuel had been sitting earlier. The wizard was still there, caught her stare, and a nod of agreement passed between them. If there was one thing she liked about the sullen warlock, it was his ability to read the situation. Having both him and Jose with them made her feel confident that they could get out of any trouble they might stumble into. She turned her attention back to the man, while setting her mug down and gripping her whip. Reyna felt that they were not going to get more than one shot at this. She threw a quick glance at Manuel and saw a small sparkle of energy in the red crystal that stood atop his golden wand. He was ready. Still seated, Reyna lashed out with her lengthy whip, sending it flying across the room. As always, its aim was true, wrapping itself around the cloaked man. Stunned, the man allowed himself to be easily brought down when Reyna yanked back with force. Without hesitation, both Reyna and Manuel stood up and rushed to where the man lay on the floor. Reaching down, Reyna soon realized that the instant the man had hit the floor, he had vanished, leaving only an empty cloak. She looked up at Manuel, who was making his way to the table and the object the man had left behind. A tablet of power, or so it looks like, Manuel said without looking back. 
I'm guessing he was a summoner sent here to scout us out. His words were spoken without emotion, simply stating the facts. What's going on here? It was the barmaid, and she had a rather large man behind her. Raina realized it was the bartender, who looked quite a bit bigger when he wasn't behind his counter. We were just leaving, Raina said, standing up to meet the old woman's eyes who had not changed her demeanor, but was clearly hinting that she wanted no trouble in her establishment. Raina put her fingers to her lips and let out a harrowing whistle, interrupting the climax of Lyke's amazing tale of victory atop the tallest tower of the haunted keep. Elsie jumped three feet in the air, but landed gracefully and ready for battle. Jose stretched his long legs and got up as if nothing had happened. For his part, Lyke looked utterly crushed that he didn't get to finish his story. One by one, the three of them brushed past Reyna as they put on their damp winter wares and headed out into the snowy darkness. Unfortunately, they had not had time yet to ask if the village had an inn. This would end up being a long and cold night. I'm going to keep this, Manuel said to the barmaid, showing her the tablet that had belonged to the individual they wished they knew more about. Hearing no protests from their hosts, Manuel shoved the weirdly shaped piece of brass into his thick robe before turning to leave. At the door he hesitated, reached back into his robe and pulled his hand out with two gold coins. It was a lot more than what they owed the tavern for their food and drink, but the hope of overpayment was always to buy a little silence. Reyna nodded to her fellow traveler, and he tossed the coins onto the table closest to him and disappeared into the night. All eyes in the tavern were now fixed on Reyna, but hers stayed locked with the barmaids. Slowly, she let her whip uncoil, and with one quick snap of her wrist, the tip of the whip screamed through the air. It ended with a loud snap and returned just as swiftly, leaving behind only a dead fly slowly dropping to the dirty wooden floor. No charge for that, Reyna said, ending her stare down with the old lady with a sly wink. She made her way to the door, had to laugh to herself as she stepped out into the wintry night as she heard the barmaid's parting words. Well, at least story time is over.